Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Jones, Jingle Bells, Batman's Mouth, P.S. So Does May. It's supposed to be P.S. So Does May. Oh, jing- wait, Junie yeah. B. Jones, Jingle Bells, Batman's Mouth, P.S. So Does May. May. Wait, good job. Oh, that was loud. Junie B. Jones, Jingle Bells, Batman's Mouth, P.S. So Does May. Good. Okay, ready? And I threw her off the sleigh. Hey. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. You remembered. I couldn't remember the words. Okay. Chapter 6. Giving. Elf Wendy clapped her hands together and she said that it was time for us to browse around. Except for please do not break toys and please do not eat the candy canes and please do not blow our noses in the handkerchiefs. Handkerchiefs. <laughs> Why did I say chiefs? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm losing it. I skipped to table two real excited because I already saw something that I loved. Crayons. They got crayons, I said, very thrilled. I picked them up and looked inside. Look, look, the red has a sharp head and the greeny is not even a stubby. I breathed their brand new smell. Mm, mm, mm. I would love, love, love to buy these things, I said. Just then, my friend Herbert pulled me over to table one. Tattoos, tattoos, they've got tattoos, Junie B, and they really, really look real, he said. I did a gasp at those things. They were pirate tattoos and dragon tattoos and dinosaur tattoos and kitty cat tattoos. Plus, they also had a very nice variety of swamp animals. Whoa, that kid is all the is all the that is then, all the tattoos a kid could ever dream of. I said, I'll, I would uh, love to buy some of those things. Then I'll of a a some sudden sudden my eyes. My eyes glanced over at table three and my whole entire mouth fell open. It was glow-in-the-dark barrettes, I yelled real excited. Glow-in-the-dark barrettes! I've always wanted these things! Cool, said Herbert. I know they're cool, Herbert, I said. Because if you lose your hair in the dark, you'll always be able to find it. (laughs) Just then I I felt a tap on my shoulder and I spun around. It was May. You shouldn't want to buy things for yourself, Junie B, she said. No, she didn't say B because she's rude. You shouldn't want to buy things for gifts for yourself, Junie Jones. We're here to buy gifts for others. Oh, I put my hands to my ears. Whoops, bad news. I can't hear you, I said. May raised up her voice. It's nicer to give than receive, she shouted. Giving is the spirit of the holiday season, and I am a giver. I give and I, I give and I give and I give. Okay. Just then, I thought I heard another voice. I turned to look. It was Mr. Scary calling out some words to us, I think. Hey. No, yeah. Yeah. Only I can't. Actually. Actually. Here. Here, you. I've got my hands. Hands over my ears. I called back. He walked over to me and took my hands away. His face did not look happy. You two aren't having another problem, are you? He asked. I shook my head very rapidly. Nope, no siree. No problem, I said. I was just being thrilled at these gifts. That's what I was doing. 
May stood up real proud. And I was telling Junie Jones to be a giver like me. My mother says that some people are born givers and others are born to be selfish. She glanced her eyes over at me. I stood there very puzzled. Then I looked up at Mr. Scary. I don't even care for self shellfish, I said. Shellfish. <laughs> yeah, he did a little smile. He said May and I could browse some more, but to please keep our voices down. Only, what do you know? As soon as he said that, I heard the loudest noise of the day, and it's called, ha! Someone in room one did the giantest burp in the world. Our heads spun around to see, and we could not believe our eyes. Lucille, it was Lucille, we shouted. Then all of us started laughing at once. Lucille burped, she burped, she burped, we hard again. I didn't even know rich people burped, I said. Me uh, either, said Sheldon. Oh, sorry. Well, you can get the next one. Okay. I am pleasantly surprised. Lucille stamped her expensive foot. But I didn't burp. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. She yelled. She held her... She held up a round toy in her hand. It looked just like a beanbag of sorts. It was this thing. She said. This thing burped. Not me. Lucille gave it a squeeze and another giant burp. Room one started laughing until our sides hurt. Even May was laughing. Plus, Mr. Scary was laughing, too. A good burp can bring the whole world together, I tell you. Mr. <laughs> Scary went to table five, and he read us some uh, uh, information on that toy. <clears throat> it costs five dollars, and it's called Squeeze-A-Burp, he said. All of us clapped and clapped at that silly name. A squeeze-a-burp, a squeeze-a-burp, squeeze we hollered. Squeeze the squeeze-a-burp again, Mr. Scary. Mr. Scary smiled, but he shook his head no, and he put it back on the table. I think we've had enough burping in one day, don't you? <laughs> Room one did a groan. How can you have too much burping, said Jose. Burping is pure entertainment, Sheldon nodded. I agree. My grandpa can burp the star-spangled banner, he said. I've been trying to bring him show and tell, but he's book solid. I looked at Sheldon very admiring. He comes from a talented family, I think. After that, all the children hurried to table five and we gathered around the squeeze-a-burp. We read the writing on one of the bags. It said, squeeze-a-burp, world's biggest belch in a bag. That gift is a genius, I said. I would love, love, love to buy that thing. Who wouldn't, said Lenny. See, said Jose, even my grandmother would love a belch in a bag. Shirley slumped her shoulders. I just wish it will it didn't cost five whole dollars, she said. Five dollars is a lot of money for a burp. Yes, <laughs> yes, said Sheldon. Except for my grandpa, everyone in the family still burps for free. After that, all the children walked around to browse some more, only not me. I just kept on standing there and standing there because a squeezer burp is the funniest gift I ever heard of. I had to get one of those things, I tell you. I just had to. Chapter seven doing the math. That day I ran home from the bus speedy fast because Wednesday is Grandpa Miller's day to babysit my baby brother Ollie and when I need money Frank Miller is the man to talk to. I yelled from the top of my voice Grandpa Miller hey Grandpa Miller I need you I need you I hollered out. I called from the ba he called from the basement. Junie B is that you? That's okay. I'm down here with Ollie fixing the dryer. 
I hurried down as fast as I could. Ollie was sitting in a laundry basket. He was hammering his shoe with a red plastic hammer. I patted him on the head. Ollie has a screw loose, I think. After that, I raced to Grandpa and I climbed up the dryer. I am so glad you're here, Grandpa Miller. On account of on Friday, I have to buy gifts at the school gift shop and mother's giving me $5. I grabbed him by his shirt collar, but I need more, Frank. I need five whole dollars more because five is, and five is 10 and $10 will buy me everything I want. Grandpa did a chuckle. You sweet little girl, you don't need to spend a lot of money on gifts for grandma and me. He said, $1 a piece is just fine. And I'm sure your mommy and daddy and Ollie feel the same way. He put me down from the dryer. It's not a, it's not how much the gift costs that makes it special, Junie B. It's the thought that counts. It look, I looked and looked at that man. It was not making myself clear, apparently. Okay, here's the deal. I said, Grandpa, grandpas have to give their granddaughters however much money they want. It's the rules. Grandpa Miller raised his eyebrows. Oh, is it? He said. After that, he chuckled some more and he went behind the dryer again. I scratched my head. That attitude was very thrilling for me me for a loop. I climbed back up on the dryer and I tapped him on his head. How come you're not getting this, Grandpa Miller? It's so simple. I need five dollars. You have five dollars. Boom, do the math. Grandpa Miller looked up at me. Boom, do the math, he repeated. Is that what you just said? Then all of a sudden he did a loud hoot of laughing. Boom, do the math. Ha, huh, that's priceless, he said. I crossed my arms, very annoyed, because boom, do the math is not a laughing matter. I got down from the dryer, very grouchy. Oh, just never mind the whole thing, I grumped. Then I started to go upstairs, but Grandpa called me back. Whoa, 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 don't go away mad, he said. I turned around. Wait till you hear this. The man was taking money out of his wallet. You're going to do all right in life, little girl, he said, real nice. And then he gave me five whole dollars. Thank you, Grandpa, thank you, thank you. I gave him the biggest hug ever, and I ran upstairs to tell Philip Johnny Bob. Philip Johnny Bob is my bestest stuffed elephant. I know him, I've known him ever since he got manufactured. I picked him up and I squeezed the air out of the squeeze burp, Philip. I'm going to get the squeeze burp, I hollered real joyful. Philip looked up and down from the air. He said, please stop throwing him. I caught him. Please, he please said, stop. please stop throwing him. Cause he was, she was throwing him. <sighs> air. Then I sat him on my pillow and I told him all about the gifts at the gift shop. Plus, I showed him the list of the gift items. The gift shop is where you go to buy things from others. Mostly, mostly, I said. And I'm only buying one little toy for myself. That's all. Because the little toy is not being selfish. Right, Phil? Right? Right, said Philip. Right. Oh, sorry. Right, said Philip. Plus, a good burp is something a whole family can enjoy. Exactly! That's what I think, too, I said. Plus, everyone can still get their own entire gift. It costs a dollar, and so what could be nicer than that? You are a giver, said Philip. I patted him for that nice comment. Then both of us looked at my list of gifts again, and then we all read stuff that cost a dollar. Philip tapped his trunk. Hmm, it's hard to choose, isn't it? He said there are some very lovely gift items. Philip's... Philip's eyes popped right out of his head. Tattoos? They have tattoos? Yes, Philip, they have five different kinds of tattoos, and all of them look really, really real, I said. Ooh, he said, you can't go wrong with tattoos. I clapped very happy. I agree. And so it's all settled, Philip. I will buy everyone 
their very own tattoos and that will use up my whole $10. Works out perfect. Me and Philip Johnny Bob did a high five and then we flopped back on the pillow and smiled. Friday is going to be fun, I said, because in the morning I will buy presents and in the afternoon we're going to have a secret Santa party. Philip jumped in the air. Gifts and secret Santa parties. What can be better than that? We flopped back on my pillow again. Then all of a sudden I did a little frown because I just remembered something very important. Uh-oh, I said. Uh-oh, asked Philip. I did a gulp. I forgot about the secret Santa gift, Philip. I have to buy a secret Santa gift for dumb old May. Philip shrugged his shoulders. Yeah, so he said, so all my $10 is already used up. And, and so where do I get the money for May? Philip looked strange at me. From mother and daddy, of course. Money for school is presents, for presents is their job, Junie B, not yours. Ugh, I felt relief in me. Whew, yes, you are right, Phil. It is their job, I said. Plus, a gift for May won't even cost much, hardly. Right, said Philip. Any dumb old gift will do for May. I shook my finger at him. Hey, 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 that is not a good attitude, mister. Then both of us started laughing and we couldn't even stop. Would you, what would you get me? Mm, the squeeze of burp. You would get a girl that you don't like the best gift that they had at the shop? Mm-hmm. That's very nice of you. Okay, chapter. What would you get? Honestly, probably not the squeeze of burp. I would just get her like a, if, I, if it was somebody that was mean to me, I would not get her good gift. If you give someone nice that they're mean, then they will give something nicer to you. And what does your teacher teach you? Um, if you are, if, if you're a friend, then, no, no, if you're not a friend, then you don't get any friends. Yep. If you're not a friend, then you don't get friends. So I guess you made the better choice. Thursday. You did the bad choice. I know. Chapter 8, being selfish. Thursday. Dear first grade journal, I cannot believe this situation. Mother said no more money. Plus, Daddy said no more money too. And they said Grandpa Miller already gave me five whole dollars more. And he was not supposed to tell him that. And so, great. Now I have stress in my head. I need extra. I need an extra buck, I tell you. I really, really need an extra buck. Your friend, Junie B. Jones, first grader. I closed my journal and looked all around. My friend Herbert was not writing in his journal, so I tapped on his head. Psst, Herb, I need a buck. I really need a buck. He nodded. I know, Junie B. You told me that on the bus, remember? I don't have a buck. I really don't. He pulled out of his pocket to show me, and he turned back around. I tapped on his head again. Yeah, only I I need it now, Herb said. I need it for tomorrow. I don't need it. Oh, I don't need it now. I need it for tomorrow, I explained. And so... Just bring me a dollar tomorrow, and I will be your bestest friend. Herb turned around. You already are my bestest friend, he said. Plus, I already told you, my mother only gave me the exact amount I need for my gifts. And she said, every time she gives me extra money, I lose it. I rolled my eyes. Ugh, mothers, they're all the same. They think children lose everything, and we don't. Herb nodded. I know we don't. It's ridiculous. After that, he came back and looked at my desk. Can I borrow a pencil? I lost mine. And I gave him that pencil. Then I reached across the aisle and I tapped Lenny. Psst, Lenny, I need an extra buck tomorrow. Can you bring me an extra buck? Huh? Lenny, please, please, please. Lenny shook his head. Sorry, Junie B, but my parents are tightwads. I never have an extra buck in my life, I said. He said. Jose turned around. My parents are tightwads too, he said. 
They are muy tacones. That means mit, mit, that means tightwads in Spanish. Just then, Snoopy had May reached across the row very happy, and she poked me with the pencil. Ask me, Joni Jones. Ask me, she said. My parents aren't tightwads. I always have extra money. Then she reached into her backpack, and I have a whole two dollars with me right now. Want to see? She took out a shiny plastic wallet, and wowie, wow, wow, there were two whole dollars folded up in there. See, said May, I told you I had money. My parents say I should always have money, just in case of an emergency. I sat up very perky. Wow, what a coincidence. Because this is emergency, man. If I, so if you'll just give me one of those dollars, then I'll take care of this whole entire problem. And I held out my hand, but May just frowned her eyebrows. Don't be silly. This is my emergency money, not yours, Junie Jones. Well, then why would she ask her, tell Junie to ask her for money? If she was just going to be rude about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, she started to pull her wallet back, but I talked my fastest. But, but you're a giver, May. Remember that? You're a giver, and I am selfish. She shrugged, yes, so. So if you give me a dollar, I will take a dollar, and I'll make sense for both of us. Let me shook her head. No, I can't, she, she said. My father said friends should never borrow money from each other. I clapped my hands real thrilled. Then that's perfect, because you and I aren't friends, and I don't even like you, May. Plus, listen to this. I'm not even borrowing the money. You're just giving it to me, and I'm not paying you back. May made a <laughs> mad face at me, and then she quick pulled her wallet away. I slumped way down in my seat, and I tapped those fingers on my desk. I don't get it, I said. That was the best arguing I ever thought of. What went wrong? Herb turned around. <sighs> I think I might have I might have been the I don't even like you I think it may have been the I don't even like you part, he said. But Lenny nodded. Plus the uh I'm not paying you back part was probably not the way she wanted it to go either. May leaned her head across her or else maybe you were never, ever getting money in the first place, she said real mean. Did you ever think of that, Junie Jones? I glared my eyes at her. You're going to be sorry, I thought in my head. You're going to be really, really sorry. Just then, Mr. Scary stood up at his desk, and he said to pull out our journal. So he went to the closet and took out some white paper sacks. Boys and girls, these are going to hold our secret Santa gifts, he explained. Today, each one of you will decorate your sack, and tomorrow your secret Santa will put your gift Can inside. Put some more water in here. Yep, after we're done, okay. Mm. Please print your name clearly on your sack, he said, and then at the end of the day, I'll arrange them back on the table. And tomorrow, whenever we come back from the gift shop, your secret Santa will be safe. It will will go back and deliver the gift right in your sack. Sound like fun? Room one clapped a real happy. Fun, we said. Really, really fun, said May. She jumped up from her chair, then thinking about Secret Santa Day puts me in a happy mood, she said. Even Junie Jones can't ruin my Secret Santa Day tomorrow. Oh, she's wrong about that. After that, she skipped around her desk and she sat back down again. <clears throat> then I glared at her some more. Oh, yes, I can, May, I thought again. I can ruin your day I can ruin your day, but good. Cross my arms. I would I would think of a way no matter what. I stayed mad at me for the whole rest of the day because that meanie girl doesn't even deserve a secret Santa gift, I tell you. She doesn't deserve any gift at all. I rode the bus home very grumpity. If I were the real Santa Claus, I would give male coal in her stocking, I grouched, just to myself. Male? 
make coal in her stocking. <laughs> That's what she really deserves. She deserves coal. Just then, I sat there very still and I did not move a muscle. My brain unwinded itself. Cole, she deserves coal, I thought. Chill bumps came down my arms and I sat up straighter because I am a genius, I think. I zoomed home from my bus and I stopped as fast as a rocket. Then I ran, sorry, then I ran to my front door and I ran back out and I stopped at Daddy's barbecue grill because the grill is where Daddy cooks hamburgers and hot dogs and ha. There is a bag of coal there. I reached my hand and I pulled out a lump. Then I rushed to my room, speedy quick, and I showed the coal to Philip Johnny Bob. Coal, coal, I got coal, Phil. See it, huh? See the coal? Coal is the is what Santa gives children, mean children, and said so that is exactly what I will give May. Philip <coughs> Philip stared at that very curious. Yeah, only here's the problem. <coughs> oh, sorry. Here's the problem. That's not actually coal, he said. That's called charcoal briquette. I did an annoyed breath at him. Yes, Philip, I know that. It's charcoal briquette. But I saw a picture of coal before, and it looks exactly like this, kind of. And so May will not even know the difference. Right, Phil. Uh, Philip looked at me. Oh, I get it. He said the coal is to teach her a lesson, right? Right, Phil. I said, that's how come Santa thought of coal in the first place to teach bad children lessons. Philip grinned after May leans. Plus, after May le learns her lesson, she can grill herself a hot dog, he said. Mm. I, I laughed at that joke. I, I laughed out loud at that bunny guy. He is a joke a minute, I tell you. I put the coal in a little plastic baggie and I dropped it in my backpack. Oh, she is sneaky. Ha, I said, that is a perfect secret Santa gift for a meanie man. And it didn't even cost me a single cent. I wiped the charcoal dirt off my hands. And so that is that. So there. Chapter 9. The bestest gifts. The next morning, Mother gave me $5 for the gift shop. And I, I looked at my hand. <gasps> no, she has. Nope. Same $5 her mom was going to give her. She didn't give it to her yet. Big whoop, I said. I would not actually recommend saying that comment. I got marched to my room for a timeout. Why? Because her mom said, here's some money, and she went, big whoop. Because she wanted $6, but her mom only gave her 5 Yep. I stood, while I stood there, I unzipped my backpack, and I checked on my coal. It was still safe and sound in a plastic bag. I Why do you have a backpack in your room? I don't even have a backpack. Because she probably had it on her back when she was sent to her room, because she was going to school. I got $5 that Grandpa gave me, too. And I added it to Mother's money. I hid all of my dollars in the bottom of my shoe. Hiding money in your shoe is a good way to keep it safe from pickpocket people. I saw that on the Travel Channel. But I must have done something wrong, I think, on account of my dollar got very wadded up at the end of my sock, and then it pressed against my piggy toe. That's so come. When I got to room one, I took off my shoe, and I rubbed my toe all better. May looked over at me, and she made a face and held her nose. That is disgusting, Junie Jones, she said. People should not play with their own stinky feet. I raised my eyebrows, very curious. Then whose stinky feet should we play with, I asked. I put, May put her hands over her ears. I am not going to listen to you today, she said. Today is Secret Santa Day, and I am not going to let you ruin my happy mood. After that, she turned around and tapped Lenny on the head. Happy Secret Santa Day, Santa Day Lenny. I can't wait for the party, can you? 
Lenny started to answer, but May interrupted. I dressed in all red and green today, she said. See my socks? One is red, one is green. See? Lenny stared at her feet. When my grandfather does that, we make him go back and change, he said. <laughs> May did a giggle, but I did a perfect, I did a perfect, wait, May did a giggle, but I did it on purpose, Lenny, she said. See the ribbons in my braids? One is red and one is green, just like my socks. See, my sweater is green and my dress is red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Stop bragging. Mm -hmm. This is how come every how everyone should dress on Secret Saturday. Everybody sees. Mm -hmm. You don't have to tell. Every time I think about our party, it makes my skin prickle. Wanna see? Then she closed her eyes for a second and she did a little quiver. Whew, I felt it. She said I felt my skin prickle again. Lenny stared at her. I stared mm. at her too. Cause I never actually saw her happy before. You're acting like a nut, I said. How come you're acting like a nut? May started to make a mad face. Then very quickly she smiled again. Ha! See that, Junie Jones? That's how fast I smiled. Even though you called me names, you can't ruin my happy mood today. I made a cuckoo sign at her. But May kept on smiling. Pretty soon, the bell rang to, for the school to start. Mr. Scary took attendance. Also, we did open ceremonies. Then, hooray, hooray, it was time for room one to go to the gift shop. I clapped real loud at that happy news, because pretty soon, I would have my own very squeeze burp. And that is a dream come true, I tell you. Mm. I sprang out of my chair and I ran to the door. Yay, 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 I'm the first in line, I'm the first in line, I called real joyful. Then I jumped up and down and I twirled around. Plus, also, I skipped to and fro. And Mr. Scary said to please settle down, but my feet would not stop bouncing. That's a pun. Mr. Scary finally gave up on me and he held, he held my hand and both of us led room one to the gift shop. I zoomed to the front door as fast as I could, then I went straight to table five. But wait till you hear this. There was only one squeeze of burp left, and I did a gasp at that situation. Then I quick grabbed it, and I hid it under my sweater. Then I zoomed to the gift shop lady. Speedy, quick. Quick, hurry, put it in a bag. I whispered, I don't want people to see me buying this, or they might call me selfish. The gift lady looked odd at me, and then I handed her my money, and she put the burp in a bag, and no one even ever saw. I hid the bag in my sweater pocket, then I walked real calm to table one, and I picked out five sets of tattoos, and guess what? Everyone in my family got their own special kind, because Grandpa Miller got dinosaurs, Mother got dragons, Daddy got pirates, Ollie got kitty cats, and my Grandma Helen Miller, Helen Miller got the nice swamp animals. She will love these things, I said. There's a swamp animal to match every occasion. After that, I skipped to the gift lady, and I gave her the rest of my money, and she put them in the same bag. I smiled and looked nice at her. These are the bestest gifts I ever bought. The gift lady nodded. Yes, she said, tattoos and a belt. Your family will be delighted. I did a happy giggle. Then I ran to the door Wait, of the gift shop. Wait, aren't squeeze a burps? Five dollars? Mm-hmm. Wait. Because uh... she had ten dollars total. I'm all done, people. I'm all done with my shopping. I called out. May walked by me. This isn't a race, Junie Jones, she said. I made a face to her. Then I sat down on the floor, and I waited and waited and waited. Room one was... Ooh, room one was the slowest shoppers ever I, I ever saw. Then finally, Mr. Scary said, it's time to go back to our room, and so everyone lined up behind me, and I led them back. Then we all of us were buzzing very much, because after lunch... I would come to the party, of course, and the party met. Ha! We get our Santa gifts. Mr. Scary hurried to the back of the room. Boys and girls, 
all of the paper sacks you decorated yesterday are lined up here. The, at the back table, he said, when I call your name, you will walk back to me and I'll help you find the right bag, okay? Then you'll secretly drop your Santa gift inside and walk back to your desk. He smiled. We don't have too much time, so we're, we've got to be orderly, he said. The rest of you will stay busy writing or drawing in your journals. And remember, no peeking, he called Lucille's name first. Lucille skipped to the front of the room and did a twirl. And just in case anyone missed anything, this is an expensive party dress today, she said. Ugh. Then she skipped to the back of the room with her gift shop bag. I looked over at May and she was getting her journal. She was getting out her journal, not paying attention. Very sneaky, I reached my hand to my backpack and I pulled out the baggie with the coal inside. Remember, she's gonna put it, give it to her. I bent down very secret and I dropped the coal in my gift shop bag. Then the plastic made a crinkle sound. May turned her head to see and I smiled. It was too late. The coal was ready to go. Friday. Dear first grade journal, I keep thinking about May's present. I wonder what will happen when she sees the coal. I wonder what her face will look like. I wonder if she learned a lesson. I wonder if Santa will be proud of me. What is all the things I'm... Shh. I think he's just moving furniture around. Oh, that is... Thunder. thunder. Yeah. Uh, that's all the things that I am wondering. Your friend, Junie B. First Grader. Just then, I felt a poke. It was May. Are you getting excited, Junie Jones? I'm getting excited, she said. Lenny heard her. Me too, he said. I'm getting excited too. Herb and Jose both nodded their heads. Me too, they said together. May squirmed and bounced in her seat. She was acting like a regular kid. Having a secret Santa makes you feel like you have a best friend, she said, giggling. Right, Lenny, huh? Doesn't that make you feel like you have a best friend, doesn't it? Lenny looked back at her, but I do have a best friend, May. He said, my best friend's Jose. Jose smiled back. Back at you, Len, he said, and pointed at me. And my, Herb pointed at me. And my best friend is Junie B, he said. I poked him very fun. And my bestest friend is Y-O-U, Herbert. Just then... May stopped bouncing and squirmed because her face lost all of its happy. Oh, she said real soft. Right. Her shoulders slumped a little bit. Well, anyways, that's what it makes me feel like. She said, having a secret Santa makes me feel like I have a best friend too. Oh, that's kind of sad because she doesn't have a best friend. Probably because she's such a freaking annoying kid. After that, all of us sat there very still. My mood did not feel happy anymore. Very slow, Lenny and Jose turned back around in their chairs. Me and Herb turned too. We didn't talk again. We just sat there and we waited for May, for Mr. Scary to call our names. Finally, he called Jose, then Lenny. And May started to get excited. I heard her whispering to herself, it's almost my turn, it's almost my turn, it's almost my turn. Just then, Lenny came back from the gift table and May sprang right up there. Me, 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 it's time for me, she hollered. Then she grabbed her gift bag and she ran right back to Mr. Scary. Pretty soon it would be my turn too. I picked up the gift shop bag and I peeked at the coal. My stomach felt a little bit sickish at that sight. I wondered if Santa's stomach would feel sickish before he gave children coal too. May skipped back to her chair and she started singing, Frosty the Snowman. I closed my ears and tried not to hear her being happy. Finally, Mr. Scary called my name. Junie B, he said. My heart pounded real fast, and I picked up my gift bag and walked it back to the table. 
Mr. Scary blinked at me. Do you need any help, he asked. I shook my head, no real fuss. No, I said, no help, thank you. No help, Mr. Story, I can do this all by myself. Story? Oh, Mr. Scary. My hands felt sweatish and clamish, and I wiped them on my skirt. Then I waited for the very patient for the teacher to walk away. After he was gone, I picked up May's gift, May's gift sack, and I held it in my hand. It was the beautiful sack on the table. It was covered with shiny gold stars and sparkly red glitter. Plus, also, there were beautiful green bows all over the side. I did a gulp. I wondered what it would look like with black hole inside of it. I wondered if May would even be sad if she saw it. And I did another gulp. I wonder if she would stop singing Frosty. Just then, I heard my name again. Junie B, said Mr. Scaria. Are you sure you don't need any help? Uh, oh no, I'm good. Thank you. Before I could even answer, I heard his feet. He was coming up to help me. I felt pressure in my head and there was no time left. So boom, I did it. I grabbed May's present out of my gift bag and I dropped it right in her sack. And just then I hurried back to my desk, speedy quick, and I plopped down in my seat. I took some deep breaths. It was over and that was that. The end. Oh no. Oh my God. I feel bad for May. Chapter 11. Oh, it's going to be a squeeze of bark. <laughs> Chapter 11, May's Big Surprise. Room one went over to lunch. I did not eat my sandwich. And I also did not eat my carrot sticks and my stomach felt sickish. I kept thinking and thinking what, what I did, only I didn't even matter anymore because now it was too late. After we got back from lunch, Mr. Scary put on a Santa hat and he passed out cake and cookies and punch. Plus also he gave everyone a candy cane. After that, he went back to our gift sack and he folded their tops shut. Okay, everyone, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. Ready to send, ready for me to send the deliver, the, to deliver the secret Santa gifts, he said. Ready, hollered room one. Mr. Scary smiled. When I give you your sack, please keep it on your desk, he said. Then when everyone has their sack, we will open them all together. May jumped up and clapped. That's a deal, mister, she said real silly. Just then she sat back down and she sang Frosty some more. And all of room one started singing with her except not me because I still did not very feel very cheerful about what I did and there was nothing I could do about it. Pretty soon Mr. Scary handed her my sack, oh, handed May her sack and she stood up and skipped around the desk again and she was belting out Frosty. I drummed with my fingers on the desk. Okay, now her joy is getting on my nerves, I said to myself. Mr. Scary finally gave me my gift sack too. Thank you, I said. Only I didn't actually feel that happy because May's gift kept on staying in my mind. As soon as the sacks were passed out, Mr. Scary walked to the front of the room and he beamed real big. Okay, everyone. When I count to three, everybody's going to open your gifts. Ready? Ready, we shouted. May started to count. <laughs> One, two, three. Mm. Whoosh. All the children pulled out their gifts except for not me again. And not May. Instead, she stared into her sack, and she stared there real frozen. Her face had shock on it. Winnie turned around to see what she got, but May did not move. What did you get, May? He asked. What's wrong, huh? What's wrong? May didn't answer. Then Jose turned around, too, and so did Herb and Sheldon and Shirley. What's wrong with May? She said. Did something go wrong, May? May kept on staying frozen. Finally, Mr. Scary came back to her desk, and he bent down next to her. May, is there a problem? He asked real quiet. May did a big swallow. Her eyes had a little bit of tears in them, I think. 
Then, very slow, she handed him the gift sack, and he looked inside. His mouth dropped open at that sight. Oh, he said, oh my. He gave it back to her. May looked up at him. I can't believe anyone would do this, she said real soft. Do what, May? May breathed real deep, and then she stretched in her bag, and she pulled out her gift. And everyone gasped really loud. They could not believe their eyeballs. I tell you, they waited to get their breath back. Then everyone started shouting at once, The squeeze-a-burp! The squeeze-a-burp! Someone got me the squeeze-a-burp! That thing cost a fortune, called Shirley. Squeeze it, yelled Sheldon. Yeah, squeeze it. Then the children started to grin. May started to grin, too. Then she stood up kind of slow, and she gave that thing a squeeze. And ha! It burped beautifully. Room one laughed their heads off. Do it again, do it again, they shouted. And so May burped again. And room one laughed and laughed. And everyone kept on and on like that. Finally, May sat down for a second and she fanned herself with her hand. I think I'm being popular, she said, very stunned. Then she quick stood up and she skipped around the room and she kept on squeezing her burp. I felt happy to watch her, sort of. Also, it felt hard because I really, really wanted that toy. That's why I wanted it real bad. Only it didn't even belong to me out. It never would. My gift sack was still sitting on my desk, so I put it on my lap and I looked inside. Crayons? I said, very surprised. My secret Santa brought me brand new crayons. Who would have even knew I needed these things? All of room one turned at once. Everyone knew, they said. I opened that box and I breathed in their new crayon smell. Then I lined them up on my desk and I smiled real happy because Greeny was not as stubby and red, my red's head was perfectly pointy and I smiled even bigger. Then I drank some punch and ate a cookie and my stomach felt better now. Pretty soon, May skipped back to her desk and she fanned herself again. Whew, being popular gets you tired, she said. Right, Junie Jones, right? I looked back and nodded, right, I said kind of quiet. After that, May sat down and both of us ate our cake and we licked our candy canes and it was very peaceful of us. We were having goodwill, I believe. After May finished, she wiped off her mouth with a napkin. Well, I'd better get back to my skipping now. She said, I have lots of more burping to do before the bell rings. She jumped off. She jumped up from her chair, but instead of skipping, she stood there with a squeezy burp and she smiled at me. Then all of a sudden, she reached across the aisle and she put it on my desk. Want to try it, Junie Jones, she said. Want to do a burp? I raised my eyebrows, very shocked. Really, May? No kidding? You would really, really let me do that? Then before she could change her mind, I quick picked it up and I squeezed that thing as loud as I could and wowie, wow, wow. It was the biggest burp of the day. May clapped and clapped. Ha, that was a good one, Junie B. She said, you did good. Those words floated inside my head and I smiled. I did good. After that, May picked up her toy and she started to skip away. Then, whoa, hold the phone or... It hit me like a brick. I jumped up and I grabbed May's arm. Wait a second, May. Did you just say my B, I asked? Because I really, really thought you said my B just now. And I'm almost positive you did, in fact. May tapped her chin. Hmm, really? I said your B? That's funny. Then she just did a smile and she skipped away. I sat there for a second and my whole face got happy. Only I didn't even know why. Because I still wanted that squeezer burp, I tell you. And so how come I felt good inside? Maybe when I get home from school, Philip Johnny Bob would help me figure that out. But for now, 
there was only one thing I really, really was hoping for. I picked up my new black crayon and I opened my journal. Dear Santa, I really, let's see here. I really hope that you were watching me just now. That's all I hope. Love, Junie B, giver. P.S. You don't happen to have an extra squeeze of burp up there, do you? Peace and goodwill. Amen. And Peyton's asleep. 